Build a highly profitable real estate machine with explosive, exponential growth that works harder for you than you work for it while living a life by design. Breakthroughs are all around you, but you don't see them until now. Join Jason Williford here at The Ultimate Real Estate Machine as he converses with highly respected and world-renowned experts from inside and outside the real estate industry. You'll discover proven business, marketing, and sales strategies that transform you into the most trusted, dominant, and influential expert in your market, the preeminent agent. Each episode brings you one step closer to the highly profitable and fulfilling real estate business that you've been longing for. Here's your host, Jason Williford. Well, hey, I have another super special guest on today, uh, Mr. Frank Leo of Frank Leo and Associates. Uh, his team is the number one REMAX team in Canada and in all the world. Frank Leo, he joined REMAX in 1993 during the recession. He was an independent agent. Uh, he later created and exponentially grew Frank, and Le Frank Leo and Associates an amazing real estate machine that's composed of great team players uh, within key roles of the organization, including a team of highly skilled listing and buyer specialists. His multi-million dollar marketing plan is well known and highly respected in the top 1% real estate community. It's been most likely modeled by some of the biggest real estate names in the world. Frank lives and breathes preeminence. He's been a part of the highest level mastermind groups in real estate, and he's a leader amongst those groups. Well, shoot, without further ado, welcome, Mr. Frank Leo. Thank you for having me. And uh, just to, to clarify, uh, you know, we've hit a lot of targets. We're currently with the number one team in Toronto and the GTA. Now, Toronto is the fourth largest city in North America, and uh, we are blessed with the Real estate population, probably in excess of 70,000 agents wow. in our market. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I know. It's like Atlanta. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people here. You know, I don't know about Atlanta, but I know that I just saw a report recently that out of 59 jobs overall, one of them is a realtor. So for every 59 people working, one is a realtor in our market. Wow. That's amazing. And we'll get into that a little bit as far as, and I just read an article in Real Trends that said that, and this was just two or three days ago, that we just now hit the mark, the threshold of more real estate agents uh, than has ever been in America, ever. Sure. And probably the same way in Canada, who no uh, also, right? Everybody wants in on the action because they think it's easy. So, you know, that's, uh, that, that maybe will lead into how I got into the, or when I got into the business. I've been doing this since 1988. What is that? 33 years? A long damn time. Long damn time. We don't, <laughs> I started before there were computers. We actually do our offers on stone with chisel and hammer. You know? <laughs> a little different back then. And, um, you know, um, it was, it was great. It's about helping people. We didn't have computers yet. We used to have something called tear sheets where you would get an eight and a half by 11, you tear them up and you have to file every day. And if you didn't one day, you were behind. Your data was not up to date. You know, that was where I started. It was belly to belly, meeting people, and you had to love people. And still, it's a people business, but now there are people who want excuses not to meet or talk to people. You know, going forward, my goal was always to help families achieve their buying and selling dreams. 
there were no teams when I started. They, they didn't exist. You know, you did it yourself. But what happened to me was I was luckily very fortunate to do well. And so I quickly got many people wanting to use my services to the point where I didn't have any more time. I just, there was no time left. You know, I remember a story when, well, when my son, the month my son was born, you know, I was working by myself and I was, had all these clients and I was, you know, expecting my boy and I was waiting for that. So I was working, trying to clear my table of all this. Well, in that, it was March of 96. And in 20 days, I sold 20 homes. Wow. Face to face, going meeting people. By yourself. By myself. I was going crazy. You know, I couldn't do more than that. They, you know, it yeah. had to be out there. We were finishing offers at three, four o'clock in the morning in, back in the day. Well, I realized if I couldn't help these people, it didn't make sense to just let them go. So I started getting some help. So I hired one person and I thought that that would relieve the, the, the pressure of having too much business. That did. But then what happened was I had more time to work on, you know, being more aggressive with my marketing. And then I had more people again. So I hired more people. And so this, as the need arose, we kept growing. And here we are in 2022. Yeah. And you're, um, you're one of, you're not just a real estate agent. You're one of, in my perspective, one of the best entrepreneurs and definitely one of the best master marketers in real estate within the world today. Uh, do you love marketing? Well, you know, you have to love it, but it's a great compliment. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know about uh, taking it that far. I was just a guy who says, I'm going. That was my perspective. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, marketing, you have to love it because it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's understanding. It's, it's between sci- it's science and art and, and be able to, to work it in a way where there's a return for you. Because when you're in a market of a big city, like we are, it's not cheap. It's very expensive. So, um, you, you, you know, I've made mistakes in marketing, but you learn. And, uh, you know, I always tell everybody, I know that only 50% of my marketing works. And I heard it somewhere before, so it's not mm-hmm. mine. I just wish I knew which 50%, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but it's a little bit, actually, that's not true. And what I, what I mean by that is I've actually analyzed it. You, Jason, will see 50% of what I do. And someone else will see 50% of what I do, but it's a different 50%. So we're reaching different audiences all the time. And the key is to reach the largest audience as a whole. And speak to the audience that you're, uh, uh, connect and speak to the audience that you're speaking with. And you're probably testing and measuring, uh, especially earlier, early off. I know that you, uh, split test and, you know, uh, optimize and see what's working, what's not working. Uh, Jay Abraham was on, I have a TV show that's going to be releasing called Agents on Fire and, uh, agents are competing in that. And I'm their mentor trying to help them exponentially grow their business in a rapid, rapid time frame. And Jay Abraham came on as the mentor. Uh, I, what was it earlier this week or, or whatnot? And that's one of the things that he said is that a lot of people feel that marketing is an art 
And he said, it's not, it's more of, it is some art, but it's more of a science. So that was funny that you just said that, that, you know, Hey, it really is a science because you know, the experimental piece of it, uh, you know, seeing what's working, what's not working, uh, testing, measuring, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I had, and you know, Chad Schwindeman, right? I don't yet. Yeah. Uh, I was just on a call with him and it's amazing. He said that about the similar thing that you said is why did he get in real estate? Is uh, he, he said he sold 200 homes in one year by himself. And I was like, that's crazy, which is just about as crazy as selling 20 homes in 20 days by yourself. Uh, uh, but I thought that was really cool that, uh, you know, it was almost similar uh, stories. And he said the about this uh, has similar perspective on what marketing is to him as well. Uh, how, how many through the years, um, how much, how many transactions and how much volume have you approximately done uh, through your career? Do you know? Uh, or did you lose track of count? Thousands of transactions. I mean, you know, I, I lost track at this point over here. It's like, it's almost like we, there's nothing we haven't seen, but I've surprised the odd time. So, you know, we're still, we're still learning. We're still learning and it's still, it's still fun for sure. How was 2021 for you? We had a record year. We were up about 58%. So it's, you know, uh, wow. a crazy market. Um, we are pretty in one of the most um, restricted, you know, regions, our province, our, you know, state. Canada's different. Well, yeah, they, they locked us down. We're, we're still in lockdown right now. We're locked Our, up. Wow. Uh, and plus, uh, there's some, aren't you, isn't it in Canada where you're not able to uh, prospect expireds? Yeah, they, they have rules against uh, uh, cold calling or, you know, you can't, is, do not call this and we are restricted that way. That's why what, what, what I've been focusing on for many years now is good business. Now, I know all the trainers out there say you go prospect and prospect and prospect, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like herding cats, you know, mm-hmm. that's tough work. Chasing business. Well, you're chasing business, but nobody wants to be chased, right? I mean, it's yeah. like versus attracting it. Bees to honey, baby. Bees to honey. So they're coming to you and you say, absolutely, I'm more than happy to help you. And so if you can get that kind of business model where they're coming to you and you take care of them, not only do you have to work less, you're working smarter, but you're working happier. So that's one thing that we focused on is not only making more sales, but leading a better life of happiness because you have more time and you're dealing with with happier clients. Um, Other than... Hey, you are just so darn busy, obviously putting 20 homes under contract in 20 days by yourself. Uh, you probably had close to no life, like you mentioned, working three until uh, three to, and four in the morning. Uh, other than, uh, you know, needing more people, why did you decide to build a team and not be independent anymore? Was it you wanting to get back more freedom, more time for you and your family or what? Well, you know, I, I, look, I love what I do. I'm helping families with one of the biggest decisions in their lives. Financially, you don't spend more than a, on a home. And so I felt the responsibility. And so I knew I could help. And so I figured if I was able to teach and help agents get to the level that I was with my clients, then we could help more people. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but if I'm hearing you right, it sounds sounds like that you may have even felt like 
you were you would have been disserving your community if you would have stayed as an independent agent uh, because you couldn't have scaled and duplicated yourself and Absolutely. you couldn't have helped more people. Absolutely. And right now with that scale, so what we have is uh, economies of scale. We have leverage. So now what we do for our clients, an individual could never do. We have a big corporation. Our marketing is a multi-million dollar market. And the reason it's called a multi-million dollar market because we invest multi-million dollars to make it happen. It's very simple. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit? Can you unpack that a little bit more? Well, absolutely. You know, so just to, to understand, when we take, I didn't mention to you that we have a lot of agents in our market. The average sale per agent last year was 1.5 or 1.8 set transactions. If you divide all the number of agents by the number of transactions. So as you can see, you know, even though we have, a, you know, just under a million dollar or a million dollar price point, which is not, mm. it's a very good price point. Nice. I'm spending more in a week than the average agent will spend, will make in a year. They can't do what we do. So we market on all media. Now media, you know, marketing is, is, is from the stone age. It's just getting the word out, but you have to master technology. And so, as I mentioned to you before, we started with no computers. Now computers are a big part of what we do. So we are very big on the computer, on the internet, on digital marketing, huge, but, but. Your website's superior. I looked at it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But we also do the old school. You know, one of the things we do is, is print, but it's not just print of any kind because magazines take four to six weeks of time to come out and they're not distributed. We use newspapers that are neighborhood papers delivered to families that allows for easier access to the homeowners. So people who have homes, we're reaching them every week. I love that. Um, and I agree with you that some things come back around uh, full circle. Uh, but prior to real estate, I was in the, the remodeling industry and I uh, worked up through the ranks, through sales. I became uh, the general manager for one of the locations of, uh, at the time, the second largest remodeling company in America. And we had, uh, I had 20 to 25 telemarketers in the room, had 20 to 25 canvassers. Uh, we spent about three, four, 500,000 a month on big media media marketing, TV, radio, just out of that one uh, location, 20 to 25, very high polished ninja sales closers. They had to go through a two week uh, training course that was approximately about 60 hours per week. Uh, so very disciplined uh, sales system as well. 10 step program, same that uh, similar system I learned in vacation ownership, uh, but what I learned from them is at the time when the national do not call list came like in, I think it was 2003 or 2004, uh, uh, you know, 52% of their business came from telemarketing. They're doing the branding through the TV radio. So when, uh, when we called people, they knew who the name was, which was very clever because uh, um, everybody knew the name of the company, uh, especially Metro Atlanta. Uh, but where there were masterful, as they say, hey, they did an amazing pivot. And when I think about pivots, I always go back to this, that uh, they said, hey, you know, they don't want us, they don't want us to call them anymore. So it's what we're going to do is they went out and bought even just for that one location, four canvassing vans. They wrapped the vans and put uh, four to five canvassers in each one of the vans and sent them on their merry way uh, to knock on doors where, uh, you know, this is 2003 or four, not 1972. 
So it came back around full circle. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think the same thing in direct mail. Uh, There is no uh, like direct mail. Everybody's on the Internet. And if you're going where everybody else is going, not saying you don't want to go in. You obviously want to go Internet. Uh, also, but you can circle back around to some direct mail because there's not as much junk in our direct mail as there used to be. You got to stand out. Top of mind. You got to be there. Stand out and be outstanding. Yeah. Love it. Hey, getting in, uh, I wanted to take a, di- a dive into, well, before I do that, my ADHD got me and I didn't ask you how much volume and transactions did you end up last year with, with 58% growth. We were at uh, 700 transactions in total. There's some leases in there, but so we're about 600 million in terms of sales. Oh, that's it? Only 600 million? I'm kidding. It, it is that. That's so amazing. got to do more. But I mean, no, this is more opportunity there. So, I mean, but it's about, again. It always is. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more we could do and we can help more people. So, um, you know, we're happy with uh, the growth, but we have a lot more um, to do to grow because there's a lot. You know, you mentioned a few things that you circled back because things change and the agents that are able to adapt, change and evolve with the times because the economy changes, the the, the technology changes, you have to be up for it. And so anyone who's afraid of change, you know, should be out of the game of real estate or any business. But I'm going to say one thing. There is one constant in real estate and that's change. Yes, sir. There is. And I know neither one of us have a crystal ball, uh, and I'm not sure yet. It's hard to track like projections right now, uh, and has been the past since COVID. Uh, but do you think there's going to be a shift coming in the market? What's your, uh, if you had a quick uh, 2022, what it looks like in real estate? Do you think the market? Do you think we're going to get more inventory this year, or not really? Oh, I, I, it's coming. It's coming because you know. Uh, right now, I don't understand from economic principles what's going on because of COVID and we've had shutdowns of people not working and prices have been going up consistently and we have the lowest mm-hmm. amount of inventory that we've had in history. We have about two weeks worth of inventory in our market. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, it's fast. They're coming for sale and then they're selling very quickly. Uh, what is happening, though, is the cost of gasoline has gone up, the cost of food mm-hmm. and everything else. So I think it's going to tighten up some budgets and that's going to force people to 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 sell. Because the, what I've noticed is, yes, sir, anybody 40 years old. Now, this is different than the States, because I know you had a correction in 2008 that was very big. But here we didn't have that big correction. We had a little blip. And so essentially anyone 40 years old or younger would not have seen prices come down in real estate in our market. So they are have no safety net. They're just going all in. Mm. Not good. No. Or it could possibly be catastrophic for those folks. And that's, that's our job as preeminent experts in real estate as being preeminent to those people. And how do you become the expert simply by educating the consumer? Um, getting into chapter nine, I want to take a deep dive with you because again, I do feel you are one of the best marketers in real estate, uh, in the world. Uh, chapter nine in the book is marketing mistakes that cost huge profits. And within the book, there's 29 marketing mistakes that real estate agents, uh, uh, are making. And actually, because I I think in optim optimization, and I believe you do too, uh, that really, there is no finish line and everything can always be optimized. So we're all making all these 29 mistakes, some more than others and always will. 
just the way I think. Um, marketing mistake number three is running traditional brand-based advertising with no direct response marketing. Uh, what's your feel off of just being, hey, I'm just going to build my brand. I'm going to use a logo like Delta or Home Depot has and uh, put it out there with no direct response marketing in there. What's your thoughts on that? Foolishness. It's terrible. You know, listen, you, you don't uh, – People think all these brands that are out there, you know, are just there. I mean, they've worked very hard to get that response. If the money's not coming in to pay for it, it's a temporary situation and you're out of business. You just don't know it yet. I love that response. They, they spent, of course, millions. And in some case, probably uh, definitely hundreds of millions and maybe even billions for some of the largest corporations in, in the world in marketing for them to be able to put a logo out there and get business from it. Or not worry if the money, uh, if the campaign brings anything in or not. Um, marketing mistake number 10, not leveraging the power of endorsements, whether it be because uh, you have some amazing, very high level national endorsements, uh, like with the best, the best in the world. Uh, I'm sure you have some local uh, high level endorsements as well, whether it be radio, TV or other folks. But there's also cheaper things that I think when people think of endorsements, uh, they think of those super expensive things, but they can also be uh, the, uh, a very well-known influencer in the community. That's the mayor or uh, doctor, principal, whatever it may be. So what do you think about mistake number 10, not leveraging uh, the power of influencers and endorsements? You know, you gotta, you gotta surround yourself with great people. And so whoever, if you're the smartest or the most recognized person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Amen. Love it. Marketing mistake number 14. Uh, can you go back to maybe a period in your career, uh, which for you is probably years ago, where you didn't know to specifically target your marketing and you were making that marketing mistake that you're being one for all and there was no po polarization in your marketing uh, and you weren't targeting your marketing. Uh, can you think of a time in your career where you didn't know it. You didn't know at that time and you weren't targeting your marketing. I made mistakes. I've hired the wrong people who didn't deliver on their services and lost thousands of dollars. Um, so, you know, I can't say I made mistakes, but I, I did one thing and I'm going to share it with you because I think this is the secret to help people who are starting out. Okay. Mm. You know, there's a lot of experts out there that are going to tell you what to do and how to do things. And that's great. And they may have some great ideas, but when you're starting out, you got to understand the market that you, that you want to reach. And the best market, you know what that market is? It's you. What I mean by that is what pulls you in? What makes you act? What attracts you to that brand? Do that, that it affects you because then you can have the pulse, the gauge, and that will work because it's working on you and you will attract similar people to you. Once you master that, then you expect. And a lot of times it starts out with writing the ad, right ad copy. Uh, I love copywriting, which is, uh, I believe, the number one uh, skill to have within marketing. Uh, and when you get really effective at writing ad copy, you're actually attracting uh, the folks that you want to work with, but also detracting the folks that you're maybe not a fit for as well. 
Um, uh, marketing mistake number 19, the last one that I wanted to hit with you is, I uh, wish I would love to hit like all of them with you because it's fun to me. And I know that, you know, uh, at a high level what you're talking about. Uh, marketing mistake number 19 is not having an integrated marketing and sales system. I know that we already discussed about uh, your multi-million dollar marketing system, but do you also have a system in place uh, that your team operates upon uh, to help sellers get more money or uh, helps buyers uh, find the perfect home at a, a great price. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the systems are, are key and I'll be the first to admit I have lost millions and millions of dollars by not capturing all the opportunities that have come in, not because you want to, but you know, when it comes in, that fast, that quickly, and you're not able to properly handle them in the best possible way. And, you know, so sometimes I was, you know, very successful at getting them to come in, but then when there's too much, I mean, if you have one client, you can do a great job of taking good care of them. Two, three, five, when you have 50, you can't, because if you want to duplicate, you can't. So you have, so that was the problem. Same thing with agents too. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Duplicating training and having a, uh, a a selling system that's duplicable that all of your agents are trained on. Uh, like we have a 10 step uh, selling system uh, that is simple. We train on the 10 steps. They follow the 10 steps. Uh, we uh, practice, drill, rehearse over and over and over, not on uh, new stuff, but on the wheel because the wheel works. The process works. That's exactly it. Mastery. Yes, sir. Uh, the 10,000, what's the Bruce Lee thing? The, uh, uh, I would rather. Don't be afraid uh, of the person that does uh, 10,000 things one time. Be afraid of the person that does one thing 10,000 times. Yes, sir. There it is. Hey, last question for you. What does the future look like for Frank Leo and Frank Leo and Associates? Well, the future is very bright. We always, <laughs> you know, when we, when we go to work, our goal is very simple. It's not to do anything but help buyers and sellers achieve their real estate dreams. And the more people I can help achieve their dreams, I never have to worry about mine. They automatically get filled. Love it. Like, uh, and I borrow this from Joe Polish. Uh, he says, life gives to the givers and takes from the takers. Wow. And I know you do that uh, at a very high level, sir. And I, I sure do appreciate you being on. I truly do. And I'm grateful. I know your time uh, is very valuable. I just want to ask you for agents that are listening uh, that may have friends, family, colleagues, or agents. They know agents that may be moving uh, to your area in the greater Toronto area. How can they get in touch with you? Well, the easiest way is to the website. It's getleo.com. Just getleo.com. And uh, we'll be happy to reach out to them and and answer any questions that that they may have. Beautiful website. And as I mentioned, that video is magnificent. I love the end of it. It's really funny. So whoever is listening, you'll want to go to Frank's website and check out that video. And there's a, uh, I guess I would call it a blooper at the end. Uh, that, that made me crack up. It was funny. Oh, awesome. Glad you liked it. I guess as they say now, I literally lol <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> That's it for this episode of The Ultimate Real Estate Machine. May your real estate machine be extremely rewarding, fulfilling, and life-changing for you and all the people that you impact. Claim those skyrocketing results that you demand from your real estate business. 
Subscribe to the show for more content like this at Ultimate Real Estate Machine, the podcast.com. And don't forget to leave a positive rating. Thank you for joining us. See you on the next episode.